All right, this time is go time for real. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, Emil Salem is sitting down right here in front of me. Guilty. Yes, and you are my second guest right now on the Launchpad Podcast. My name is J-Man. Now, as telling you before that I don't have an intro for my podcast. So what I need you to do, and every guest that comes onto my podcast, because I just don't have any money for the production, (laughs) is to do an intro for me. So if you would please intro me on my own podcast, please. Sure, you can have this one for free. Ah, yeah. Welcome to the J-Man Show with Jay from J-Man Show. Throwing podcast. (laughs) The J-Man Podcast Show. All right, that was brutal. Thank you. I appreciate it, though. (laughs) I know I was free now. So, Emil, you are co-founder of Collab Space. Guilty as charged. You have two locations. We do. One in Canada and our mothership here in Nepean on Bond Guard, just off Maryville Road. This is where we do all the fun and exciting things. Okay. And we're going to be talking about networking today. And the reason why I decided to have that conversation with you amongst many other people in the nation's capital and abroad is because Collab Space is all about networking. That's true. We're all about bringing people together, belly to belly, as I like to say, and connecting people. I believe to be successful in business, it's not what you know, but who you know. So building your community, your tribe is very important. And that's one of the things we really push here at Collab Space. All right. And, you know, what even had this idea come to fruition? Like there's a lot of networking groups, for instance. What made you think of putting together a large space where networkers could come and collaborate? Well, there is a real void in Ottawa on uh, collaboration and networking. I really wanted to change the the language here that, you know, we're not just a government or a high-tech town. We have a huge entrepreneurial community, and I wanted to bring them all together and to connect them. And Collab Space is all about being a support structure for small business owners, for entrepreneurs, and uh, it's really important that they meet each other. Yeah. So... I think it's really interesting that you're doing what you're doing. Uh, you're, are you originally from Ottawa? Born and raised. Born and raised. Okay. Yeah. So you, when did you identify the fact that there was a problem here, that there, was, there really just weren't too many places to come together? And Well, it all started when I was four years old, Jay, and I had to be an entrepreneur. And I started as a subcontractor to my brother's paper route. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I've been a serial entrepreneur growing up here in Ottawa. I've owned and operated as my 44th company. And uh, all along the way, I've never really had any support. You know, you can't go to school and learn to be an entrepreneur. Uh, Some people think you can, but you can't. And, you know, there's not a lot of mentorship programs. There's just, you know, where do you learn without paying a lot of money for an expensive coach or, you know, taking uh, classes and and traveling the world? There's just not a lot out there. And uh, our economy runs on small business owners and, and individual entrepreneurs. So, we have to do something to change that in Ottawa, and I just want to be part of that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. And now, what makes networking so important? Like, what would be the difference in between good networking, and where do you think people fail when it comes to networking? That's a great question. A lot of people don't know what networking uh, or how to, how to network properly. A lot of people think I have to go out and sell myself. I have to go make a sale or, you know, I got to meet 500 people and hand out 500 business cards. And that's, that makes for a good networking, but not true. Networking is not about making a sale or finding a client. Networking is about making connections and building. It's the first step to building real relationships. Business comes from 
uh, doing business with people who know, like, and trust you. That's a relationship that takes some time to build. Networking is that first step of making that connection, meeting that person, and seeing if you even resonate. You may have a company where you think everybody is your customer, but there's no such company out there where everybody is everyone's customer. Yeah, it's a really interesting point you made there in regards to the business card. So many people out there just throwing around business cards like they're ninja stars. Yeah, we used to call that the ninja network. (laughs) Uh, Definitely getting the nail on the head when people buy from those that they know, like, and trust. Exactly. Uh, And, you know, jamming a a card down somebody's throat uh, most definitely is going to do that. Uh, Now, where do you find there to be, you know, the disconnect from maybe networking and socializing? Do you consider networking and socializing to be the same thing or... I like to think of them the same thing. For me, any room with two or more people is a networking opportunity, and it's not about business. It's not about myself. It's about I want to meet some people that I resonate with, that I think is cool, that I want to be friends with. Yeah. And that's what how networking starts. It's making connection. You may never do business with someone, but you think you, you, know, you can get a good friendship, a good relationship out of them. And again, it's not about doing business with that person you met. It's about them referring business to you because they know, like, and trust you. So mm-hmm. building a sales team basically for you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in some instances, socializing is a great form of networking because you're making friends. You're building friends. You're getting to know people for who they are and not putting on a front. Yeah. You know what? That's one place where I definitely failed early on when I was a radio announcer, 17 years, obviously, in radio, and now I've been doing sales for almost a decade. Yeah. I'd like to think I've learned a couple of things. Right. And even though I was a very well-networked person, I was not a very good networker because I was always kind of thinking about what is in it for me Mm. opposed to just playing connector and thinking like, for instance, I sat down with Jen, who you met earlier today at Collab Space, right? She's never been here before, Uh, right? So just through us networking alone, like through this place, Jen has now been introduced to uh, Collab Space. And, you know, you quickly jumped in and said that anything we can do to try to help you out with your business, would be more than happy to do so. Sure. That gave her a whole bunch of confidence <laughs> when I posted something a little bit later on on social media saying that we're going to be helping her out with her new company. And, you know, we're just having a chit chat at Collab Space. One of her friends that inquired about doing some labels with my business development company sent me a message. And there's one degree of separation, if so, now on social media nowadays. Exactly. And I noticed that there were three or four people that interacted with that one social media post. Uh, so it's amazing how your networking can really be enhanced almost. Like networking on steroids if you can play your social media correctly. Sure. I have to agree with you 100%. What would be the number one example that maybe you could share uh, with the listener right now on the podcast to where networking really paid off big. It could be something simple, like maybe it was just a matter of giving someone a a high five or taking two minutes just to walk across the room to say hello to somebody important. Literally, I have to think back, but I I can give you thousands of examples because we do a lot of different events here. But I remember where I'll, you know, I'll be in a room and someone will come up to me and they'll start talking to me about something really high tech and something they're working on. And it's all foreign to me. Um, But, you know, interesting guy. And I I thanked him. I said, you know, uh, have fun. (laughs) Not 10 minutes later, I meet someone else who is looking for the exact thing that this guy told me about that I had no interest in whatsoever. And I'm like, follow me. Grab the guy by the arm and walk across the room and said, you guys need to meet. Mm -hmm. And then I introduced him and walked away. To me, that's powerful because those two people may have never talked to uh, to each other that night. 
Whereas I was able to be that connector and make a difference in someone's, you know, furthering their business or their goals or their research or whatever the case may be. So that's just an example of how meeting people makes you valuable. And then weeks later, I get a thank you for changing someone's life for making a connection that I had no idea I would have had any part of if I didn't hear back. So, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of people that go to networking, they think, oh, this person's approaching me. He's going to try to sell me something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of times that happens and it just ruins the feeling. And mm-hmm. if you look at it as, you know, hey, I want to get to know you. You know, what's your story? What are you about? What can I do to help you? What can I do to be of service to you? Those type of questions when you're meeting people changes the whole dynamics and now it's like hey this person cares about me and they're willing to open up and let you know and nothing may come of it maybe especially not at that moment but now you've made a relationship you make plans to make the next meeting and the next meeting Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen all at once yeah and what's great about that example that you used is that there was no personal gain yeah but (laughs) you know what there was a lot of personal gain i felt really good about myself Oh, you know, I, li- I like nice. to be. I like to be that I know a guy. You yeah, know? I like to know that I can make a difference because not not anyone can help everyone, but if I can connect p- two people that can help each other, well, then I had a part in it. Yeah, and then I feel good about it, and that that's what I'm trying to be in my life. I want to know millions of people, and I want to be able to support millions of people. I mean, I obviously can't buy everyone's product and invest in everyone's company. Yeah, you do enough good for other people. And that good will come back around. That's like a paraphrase. Yeah. (laughs) But do enough good for other people. That's right. Right. And actually, Jeremy uh, Demerchant right now, who does Toastmasters here at Cloud Space, he's actually doing some some selling for a Zig Ziglar program right uh, right now in L.A., which is uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So how much work have you put into personal development over the years? Well, you know, it's all been personal development. I, I basically taught myself business, sales, negotiation, people skills, understanding people, knowing how to communicate, very important tools in life. And I just learned it on the streets, as they would say, you know, <laughs> yeah. the school of hard knocks. I, I don't have a university education. I, For me, I would have been useless in university. I'm not a great student of reading books and books and books. I like to do things with my hands. I like to get involved and, and learn things through practical use. So uh, I've spent a lot more money than any education I could pay for uh, learning how to do things myself mm-hmm. and uh, learning my life lessons that way. If you were going to refer one person to another, is it someone that you've used? Is it someone that you hold in high regard? How do you go about networking people? There's no wrong way to connect people. If, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You never know where something's going to lead. There'd be a t- case where you think these two people need to work together. They both need exactly what each one has to offer, but then you connect them and their personalities just clash and they can't stand each other, right? And then vice versa. So I will never hesitate to introduce someone to someone uh, because you never know where it's going to go. But networking going wrong is really doing the opposite of what we said to do right. I mean, just having that wrong mindset, thinking that it's about making sales or promoting yourself or presenting yourself. Mm-hmm. When you take out the it's not about me, when you, you, when you realize that it's not about me and it's about the people you're meeting, then you're really going to enjoy networking and it's not going to be work because you're going to get to meet new people all the time and you never know where that's going to take you. Mm-hmm. And Collab Space, a uh, phenomenal, phenomenal spot for that. Yeah, that's uh, what we do. Yeah, Well, this is where I'm broadcasting out of. Like, yeah. go figure, right? I was never thinking that I was going to be doing a podcast out of a place that wasn't my home. Right. Uh, and now because of a place like this, number one, I've met a whole bunch of people that would love to be on the podcast. Awesome. Uh, and I'd like to think that we've developed a pretty good relationship in a very Absolutely. Uh, short period of time. And I'm, I'm a really big fan 
uh, of what you're doing here. And yeah, anything that I can do to, you know, help that business, I'd obviously be more than happy to do so. You know, we tend to attract uh, positive, like-minded people like yourself here uh, that just want to help. They want to support. And it's, you know, the name Collab Space is all about collaboration, helping each other, uh, businesses, shopping local, promoting each other. We need to build up the local community by promoting each other's businesses. And that's what's going to make us a great city and bring back the economy we need. So you're doing uh, quite the service for the Ottawa area. And I'm... I'm really excited to be experiencing stuff like this firsthand because really you guys are still kind of in your infancy. There's a lot of room to grow. Oh yeah, we're just we're a startup. I mean, we're only three and a half years old. Uh, June will be our fourth year, and we're gonna throw a big party. So I'll just throw that out there now. We're gonna get drunk. Yeah, Woo! It's, it's gonna be a bash for sure. <laughs> uh, but we're we're still in our infancy. We, you know, we have about 250 members here, active members, but we got about 24,000 followers. So it's just local Ottawa businesses that uh, want to know what we're doing. And but our goal is to, you know, hit a thousand and then 5,000 members over the next few years, and we're going to do that. Speaking of goals, loose segue into sports. Oh yeah, pretty good, eh? Because <laughs> <Sounds> good. <laughs> obviously, I, I want to talk to entrepreneurs. Like this is a show, yeah, you know, for entrepreneurs. And to talk about entrepreneur stuff, right? But also, sure. I want to go behind that that first layer. Now, you're okay. a very transparent guy. And it's obvious just by seeing you walk around this place. Uh, you're very friendly. It's very easy for people to get to know who you are. Uh, it's not necessarily that simple uh, with some other occupations. Number one, they're just not in front of a whole bunch of people. Right. And they're always having to put on their business front mm-hmm. and right. always having to be a certain way sometimes. It's just the game, right? It's the game that we play. Uh, and this really gives, I would hope, other entrepreneurs as well, just as you know, people that have gotten to know me through my years of networking, uh, get to know them a little bit more on a personal level. So you were saying back in the day, you played a whole bunch of sports. Like, what was your favorite sport to play? Yeah, definitely back in the day being, back being the <laughs> keywords, basketball, soccer, hockey, uh, football. Uh, I love to play sports. The only real sport I watch is uh, football. Okay. And then, you know bottom of the ninth inning of the World Series and the seventh game of the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, you saw the goal. You're that guy. I saw that guy. Um, But yeah, sports, I love it. Uh, I wish I was in shape enough to keep playing, uh, but I'm an old man now, so. And how do you find that playing sports as a a youth gave you some leadership skills moving forward that it made you a better person in regards to uh, being an entrepreneur? Absolutely, Jay. I mean, I learned a lot. And when it comes to social dynamics, being around others, team sports is huge. I'm a team player, team sports kind of guy. I'm not an individual athlete. You know, I wasn't a golfer or something like that. I had to be on a team. And so learning social dynamics as a youth, I think, is immensely important for kids growing up today. We're losing that in this digital age that we're in. Uh, so very important, and uh, I also had the ability to the privilege of coaching high school sports. So a lot of girls uh, football, girls basketball, volleyball, and and some junior junior boys teams. So on the other end, working with youth and coaching and teaching uh, is a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. You're the type of person that believes you're still learning, like everyone else. Always, yes. Uh, what's the number one thing that you've learned in business for someone out there that's thinking about doing business, maybe they're looking to step away from their nine to five, become an entrepreneur or whatever it might be. Uh, What would be, let's say, the number one thing that they should be thinking, the number one thing that they should be doing, the number one person that they should be connecting with? Me. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Come get a membership at Class Space. I believe uh, everyone should be an entrepreneur. I'm 
promote it. Uh, I don't want to tell anyone to go to school, get an education, and get a job. Uh, that's totally against my beliefs. But there's people who are just aren't able to be an entrepreneur. It's a whole different mindset, a different lifestyle. But uh, what I've learned is throw away your fear. Don't listen to anyone who tells you you can't do something. Um, but then on the same note, don't lock yourself in your basement office and say, I'm going to listen to not listen to any negative people and just do anything my way anyways. You still got to get out there and educate yourself. Mm -hmm. You still got to get out there and get a mentor and learn. There's so much available right here in Ottawa uh, that you can meet people, learn from, get the information you need, and go for it. So, you know, don't listen to negative people. Go for it. But at the same time, open your mind and meet people and get some education, real world, real business education from business people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I agree fully. And, you know, I was unplugged from the matrix. Uh, God, I think it would be 10 years into my, my radio career. Mm -hmm. And I love radio and I have a passion for radio. And I thought I had it really good mm -hmm. until I was actually at one of my, my events for my home base business. And when right. I got back, I was walked into a boardroom and they let me go. Right. Uh, and I, I found out a little bit later on, I mean, I wasn't originally even on the chopping block, but they said, hey, just kind of lump J-Man in there too, <laughs> right? Uh, and it's this this facade of this guaranteed paycheck, yeah. right? It's this guaranteed paycheck. It's really just a paycheck you get used to. Mm -hmm. It's not guaranteed because somebody else can take it away from you whenever they want, right? That's right. That's right. And I spent so much time, for instance, talking about how great the weather was when I was on air in a room just like this, mm -hmm. you know, looking at the sun shining. Mm -hmm. And now to be on the other side and listen to the radio and have someone else telling me about how nice the weather is and thinking, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm out in it. I'm out in it right now. So I, I wish my story was more cavalier and I just saw the light one day and I said, you know what, I just don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. I just had a choice. Do I want to put that guarantee on me or do I want to go back to that guaranteed paycheck? Uh, and I'm so glad that I branched out on my own and it's absolutely changed my life. I don't miss birthday parties anymore or anniversaries anymore. Like I can make time generally for the things uh, right. that are important and that's invaluable to me. Absolutely. I like how you use the word guarantee. Nothing in life is guaranteed. No job is guaranteed and no entrepreneurial venture is guaranteed. But one thing's for sure, if you put the control in your hands, well, now you decide whether you're going to be successful or not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you don't want to make decisions and you like being told what to do and you like having zero accountability, then go find a job and, you know, have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if that's not you, if you want to achieve dreams, if you want to be successful, if you want to go places, jobs will never get you there. You can have the best job in the world. You can have a salary of a half a million dollars a year. You'll still blow it and you'll still be, you know, attached to doing one thing, working for someone else. Um, but as an entrepreneur, the sky's the limit. You mm -hmm. can achieve whatever dream you want. It's out there. It's available. It is attainable. And if you don't know how, there's people who can help you. Yeah. yeah. And that should be eager to help you, especially around this sphere that we're, we're talking about right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> my previous relationships at times have not worked. There have been dating scenarios where maybe if I was still in my nine to five would have worked that just don't anymore. It intimidates right. uh, a lot of people. The fact that if I want to get up at 10 o'clock in the morning, I can. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be up at six o'clock. People right. talk about how shitty the traffic is. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just make sure that I'm out of the East End before 2.30. Right. Right. <laughs> I right. book my appointments that way. I live my life by design. I live my right. life 
sure. my way now. Sure. Uh, so I understand what you're talking about in regards to, you know, always having to answer to someone else and be able to pass the buck and not take accountability for your actions. Yeah. And you know what? For some people, that's cool. Like not everyone is built to be an entrepreneur, more or less right. want to put the work uh, into being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I just, I've seen so many people since I've gotten into this space to where they have grinded themselves to the bone right. for somebody else for five years, 10 years, right. 15 years. And then a week before Christmas or a week after Christmas, they're told, you know, adios. Yeah, and they never diversified. Mm-hmm. They never learned another skill. I suggest to anyone that's just looking to make a couple extra bucks, get a home-based business. Yeah. Like if you like nails, go get nails. If you like right. travel, find travel. If it's weight loss, do that. If it's fitness, whatever it might be, but just make right. sure that you're you're doing something on the side that's entrepreneurial. So when you know that time comes, hopefully it never does, but yeah. the odds are it's going to, you have something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? and, which is why you have 43 other businesses on the go. <laughs> <laughs> no, not on the go. <laughs> I'll pass. I'm only doing one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... I was bored, and uh, it was never about the widget. I just loved the art of business. Some of my companies I started were just out of spite. Someone told me I couldn't do something, and my mindset was I, I could do anything and I could prove anyone wrong. And I learned. I, I mean, I, I did, not everything I did was a great success. There were some uh, pretty be- huge uh, failures, but that's what makes a person. You know, if you're afraid to fail, don't become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You need to change your mindset to failure is fun. Yeah, you know, it helps you grow. It you learn from failures, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so take advantage of uh, failing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> That's the whole thing about a podcast. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You've seen Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but absolutely. If, you know, people, the definition of an entrepreneur isn't someone that, you know, has a business card. It's, Definition is someone who's willing to do what other people won't do to get what other people don't have, mm-hmm. right? So entrepreneurship is a, is a mindset and is a lifestyle, and you really have to be ready for it. If you, if you don't want accountability and you don't want to work hard, then don't do it, you know. But you just mentioned about people who work their fingers to the bone for years for somebody else. They have the talent. They have the work ethic. They could have done so much more on their own, mm-hmm. right? But again... Just, a lot of people just don't know what they don't know and where do you get guidance and who's here to support you and shameless plug that's what Collab Space is all about is to mm-hmm. support people who want to make something of themselves who want to fulfill their dreams who have ideas but just don't know the process or the art of business and how to get there mm-hmm. you know well, we've, we've perfected it over here and we just want to share it with everyone who wants to make something of themselves you know I'll, I'll give a pro tip right now is yeah. just find a passion yeah you know start there find something you enjoy doing yeah. Uh, and turn it into a way for it to pay you. Uh, and, you know, Les Brown, uh, actually, yeah. you know, very much of, of that mm-hmm. mindset. And right. you kind of paraphrased him just a, a second earlier. Right. Right. Uh, and I think he took it from me. Yeah. <laughs> it may have been. It's a possibility, you know. You're, and uh, it's it's really interesting. Oh, Mike, like I just lost my train of thought right now. Uh, talking about finding a passion. And I always finding tell a pa- people. Oh, like, oh sorry. Uh, my yeah. dog sitting, for instance. Right. Uh, you know, I lost my dog uh, okay. a couple of years ago. You don't have to be sad from your <laughs> it, it was a while ago. Okay. There's an onion in the room. 
Uh, <laughs> someone's cutting onions. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I lost Annabelle, and I just didn't have any room in my heart to go out and get a new animal. And somebody right. said, well, maybe you should take care of other people's. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I love dogs, and I actually have dogs in my house right now while I'm, yeah. I'm doing this podcast. They sleep with me in my bed. It's right. unconditional love, and I can't even believe right. that I get paid for it. That's one of my small businesses. And then Amazing, yeah. I also kind of have some contract stuff that I do, which is officiating. Mm-hmm. I love softball. I love being outside. And when I'm not playing, you know, I'll jump on the field and I'll umpire a couple of games. And, you know, that pays me a ridiculous amount of money. You would be actually really surprised how much money you could make as uh, being an official for sports. But, you know, these were things that I enjoyed and I just found a way to collaborate those with making a couple extra bucks. And now I have about five or six small businesses, all that I enjoy. And I just kind of, I flow where the money goes. Absolutely. Right. So you were going to say something as well. I just, people ask me, you know, what's the key to success in a business? And I say, you got to have two things. One, it's got to be something you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is if, you know, not every day is going to be fun and games. You're going to have some challenging days. And if you don't have something you're strongly passionate about, you'll give up really easy. So it's very important, but it has to be coupled with what is it doing to better someone else's lives? Mm-hmm. What are you doing in service of others? So if you have a strong passion that's in service of others, that's helping other people, then don't worry about the money, it's gonna come. But if it's just something, you know, I love driving Lamborghinis, but it doesn't really serve anyone else, well, even though it's a strong passion, it's still not enough. Mm-hmm. So passion coupled with being in service of others, helping someone else's life be better, fixing someone else's problem, you put those two together and that's your recipe for success. You know, and this was something I wasn't sure I was going to talk about, but it just seems to be a reoccurring theme. Like you said, you don't do any reading or like watching of videos in regards to personal development, stuff like that. Well, but I'm a bilingually literate. I can't read really write two different <laughs> languages. But, but you, <laughs> you know so much of the lingo. And right. I know this through the fact that I've been around it right. about the last 10 years or so. Uh, let, let me just start that over again. Okay. And I see where that comes from uh, because I have been in similar circles. Right. And I really want to break it down into the circles that people keep, the people that you surround yourself with to where you never have to read a book. You don't have to watch the videos. You can. Mm -hmm. uh, Right. But if you surround yourself with the proper people, like the ones that do watch the videos, the ones that do read the books and do all that, listen to the audio books that you will you will learn those behaviors. You will learn uh, right. that lingo. And that's what makes a place like Collab Space so valuable to people that you could come in here and be totally green. And if all you do is just take the time to talk to people and pull away a little nugget from each and every one of them, yes. if you will invest your time into others, yes. it's amazing how well-rounded of an individual it can make you. So in regards to your circles, like how do yours break down? For me, Mm. I have my circles that, you know, I drink with. I can drink and I can get funny, stupid, and I don't have to worry. Uh I don't have to worry about my professional face with these individuals, right? Right. Uh, Then I have my sports circle. Mm -hmm. I have my financial circle. I've been really fortunate throughout the years of MLM that I've been around countless millionaires and six-figure income earners. And then I just have my video game and do nothing and duh out kind of circle. (laughs) You know, what would be your number one and number two circle? 
Well, you hit the nail on the head. I'm, I'm not a, a great reader. Uh, I've never, I, just the way I am, I, I look at written text on a, on a page and I got to read it 10 times and I just, I can't comprehend it. Whereas I can watch a video, a motivational speaker or a movie or a comedian, see it once and I can repeat it word for word. So it's just the way comprehend things. Everyone's different. Some people need to see it on text. Some people need to feel it. Someone, you know, need to act it out. So there's that. But uh, surrounding myself with like-minded people and, you know, I love, I think it was Alexander Bell or one of the guys that said, if you're the smartest person in the room, find a new room. Mm -hmm. You know, I always want to surround myself with people who know more than me. I, I don't have an ego and think I know it all. I want to constantly learn and I learn through, you know, my associations, you know, we're, we're sponges. So who you hang around with shapes your shapes who you are as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I love uh, people who've been in business. I always said, if you're a successful business person, but you've never failed, I don't trust you. I'm not yeah. going to listen to what you say. I want to meet people who have tried and failed and failed, you know, immaculately. You yeah. Know? Not just, oh, I tried something and it didn't last two hours and I gave up. That's not a failure. Yeah, like Edison. Right. right <laughs> yeah, exactly. 999 you know, like, ways I've or whatever. Things, I've lost millions of dollars and in, in, in life-changing events, and but those are the things that have shaped me and made me who, me who I am. And so I want to surround myself with people who've done that but then give up. You know, I've met people who tried one business, failed, and said, well, I'm going to be a consultant to teach people how not to do something because that's what I learned. Mm -hmm. But you still don't know how to tell them how you to fix what you learned how mm -hmm. to do, right? So I want to meet people who have failed but found a way back and then had successes or learned from it and have some a knowledge nugget to partake. That's always fascinating. I love hearing mm -hmm. people's stories of their, their comeback, their rocky story, you know? Yeah, and that's so much of it, right? Uh, like, for instance, two and a half years ago, my mother passed away. Right. And someone who I, I love dearly. I mean, I, I feared the day mm -hmm. for so long. And then just had to kind of come up with ways before her passing, just because it used to make me so emotional thinking about it, right. that I have to be ready for something like that. Mindset, huge. Mindset. Uh, right? So I knew she was an extremely religious person. And when she goes, she's going to be in heaven. That's where she wanted to be. She's going to be happy. Right. Uh, that really didn't matter too much, mm -hmm. uh, you know, after it did happen. And I, I lost some time, you know, from from my life. I, I, I recollect very few things over, right. let's say, two years in the last six months. I've kind of popped my head back up again and okay. starting to feel back to normal. Uh, but it is being aware of my center. It's mm -hmm. uh, things like that in life and very much like failure, they force you to grow. Absolutely. You know? And you, you can recognize that or not. Because sometimes there's forced growth and people still resist. And I think mm -hmm. that's why it's so devastating uh, because there's such a powerful force trying to push you in one direction. Right. And you're exerting just as much, if not more power mm -hmm. and energy trying not to just go with that flow. And it's a choice, Jace. Yeah. People want to choose to learn. You can choose to learn, but some people choose to be a victim. Some people choose to say, oh, this happened to me. It wasn't my fault. But now my life is terrible and you need to help me. Mm -hmm. They want to be that victim. There's a certain comfort zone around people patting them on the head, telling them it's okay to feel that way. A you bad know, circle. It's a, a bad, bad circle. circle. It's a bad, bad friend. So where is the place that you failed in life? What's the one that really, that maybe still even stings a little, but you're so happy that you had it because it propelled you in the trajectory that you're now on? And how long ago would this be? Like you must, there so, must be one. Oh, yeah. It, 
I had this Midas touch as a kid. You know, everything I touched turned to gold, and I felt like I could do anything. Great. It was awesome. But then I did something that I, I had no experience in, and I started my first corporation. I was 21 years old. And what were you doing? It was a high-tech company. Okay. I, mean, I was like, hoping for something like sex toys. Or, no, no. Because that was the theme that on the last one. Yeah, no, I haven't done that yet. <laughs> okay. But, you know, I didn't even own a computer. I started I started businesses with no knowledge. I just jumped in. I'm a trusting guy. I figure everything will work out. And, you know, bad, bad partners, bad relationship. And I lost a lot of money. And I went into a depression for a good six months. I couldn't leave the house. I couldn't do anything because I blamed myself for trusting and making this mistake. I almost lost everything. I almost lost my marriage. I almost lost my house. Like I, it, it was bad. Um, and for years, I, I resented this person, and uh, I didn't know how to handle it. And it took me a while to realize that that event shaped who I am today. And that event was the beginning of me growing and learning. Because before that, I didn't really take the time to learn. So, without get into a long story. Um, I appreciate that person. And if I ever saw him again, I'd give him a hug and thank him for what he did for me because I would never be here today without that experience. But I had to make a choice. I had to tell myself, and like you said, be aware of the value, the education, the learning process, and how it's made me a better person. And not say, you know, not be the victim and and give up and quit. Right? Um, Steve Sable, NFL's films producer, senior, he passed now. He, uh, you know, had a team of uh, cameramen and stuff, and he used to motivate them. And he had this amazing saying, which I love. And he said, if you want to soar like an eagle, you can't crap like a canary. <laughs> and, you know, it's, you, don't be afraid of failure. If you're mm-hmm. going to fail, fail big. The bigger the failure, the more the education the f- and the further you'll go in life. And so I, I just learned to live by those words. I'm not afraid to make mistakes. The bigger the mistakes... The bigger the education, the better you're going to be for it later. And yeah. That's how I view everything. Absolutely. And I know there's a camp out there, and I don't do it as often as I should, uh, but reviewing your day or reviewing your week and the conversations that worked for you, the networking that you had that worked for you, or if you asked a really good question to write those things down and evaluate how they worked for you. Possibly uh, you had some bad interactions and it didn't happen uh, the way that you wanted to see it turn out uh, to, you know, make note of that and where could have conversation maybe gone better? Where could you have, you know, maybe educated more to make someone more comfortable with a sale? Right. Uh, you know, is there any type of strategy that you have in regards to your sales that you've done in the past uh, that you found took you to that next level? Well, I've learned the art of art of the sale and actually have a whole workshop and I'm happy to teach anyone for free how to do it. And there's a process involved, and uh, and it's a mindset shift. Um, but to give a good tip, I believe everybody in business, no matter where you are, you need to have a mentor. You need to have someone smarter than you that will willing to be your uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. right? And and also hire a coach. There's great coaches out there. There's some not so great. Interview them and pay the money. It's mm-hmm. worth the weight in gold. Uh, mm-hmm. Because no matter how much you've learned, I mean, I've done a lot of things. And I mentor and coach a lot of people. But I still have mentors and coaches of my own. Mm-hmm. You need those sounding boards. You need those people to keep you accountable mm-hmm. and keep you in check. And and that's what's going to make you uh, 
get to your success exponentially because you're gonna you need support you need support like i said before team player don't do anything on your own i created a quote a long time ago i live by is the only thing you're guaranteed to be successful at alone is failure right so never try to do anything on your own or isolate yourself into a silo it's the worst thing you can do yeah that's a great point that you made with coaches uh, and you know actually can tie that back into sports yeah in regards to tom brady Right. Greatest football quarterback, arguably, because <laughs> some people still won't give him credit for it. But he's won six rings, uh, right? But you know what? I'll he go, has a coach. I'll go better coach. Yeah. Put Tom Brady on another team with a, a lesser coach, maybe it wouldn't be the same story. Absolutely. I've had this argument with many athletes on, you know, one team or the other, who's more important, the the, uh, the diva players or the coach. And I always say it's the coach. Mm-hmm. The coach is one that keeps the team cohesive he keeps the mindset straight in in pro sports the difference between the the least athlete and the number one athlete is a fraction of a percent in actual talent mm-hmm. but it's the mindset that makes someone better than the next guy it does and the coach is the one responsible for keeping everything in check keeping the mindset keeping the people in their right zones without a coach it doesn't matter you can put every star athlete on paper in the same team together and you'll have terrible teams and it's been proven in the past. Yeah. So, you know, point being is that if the best in the world have coaches, right. why don't you? Mm-hmm. So whether you're a golfer, a basketball player, a sprinter, whatever he is, it, your focus in your mind is very important. Yeah. And the nice thing about humans is we can program our minds. We can tell our minds what to think. And so that's why we can get anything we want out of life because we can program ourselves to focus on a goal and get there. You know what? I think that makes for a perfect ending All right. uh, to this podcast. So Thank tell you. people more about you know how they can find out about Collab Space. What are the URLs, the links, et cetera? Where do they go? I'm not sure if people still use the internet these days or not, but I'm sure we're all over Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter. Uh, we have a presence out there. You know what? I'm old school. I want to meet you. Just drop into 70 Bondgard at any time of day or uh, day of the week and come and ask for me and say hello. And I'd love to meet you. I'd love to see what I could do to help you grow your business. That's what I started Cloudspace for is how many people can I help be successful. So, Okay. And I will, I will vouch for that because yeah. I'm someone that's new to this community. Uh, you know, I maybe sat down with you the first time just a couple months ago. And in the last two to three weeks or maybe a month tops, uh, I've really gotten to see what type of person that you are. You've most definitely helped my business in a very short term, and I'm looking Thank forward you. to returning the favor as we both learn, grow, and achieve together. Thank you, Jay. It's All awesome. right. Thank you, brother. Very nice meeting you, too. <laughs> and that's round two of the Launchpad podcast with J-Man. I look for it on iTunes, on Podbean. I'll make sure it gets out there. And, of course, a huge thanks to my sponsor, Galant Media, galantmedia.ca. Shoot me a message, set you up with a website, graphic design, printing materials, promotional items, uh, the whole gambit. Awesome business development. Small town pricing, but big city design.